welcome to episode one of Your Money Questions Answered. I'm your host, Elena Pearson Arroyo, Client Engagement Manager at Washington Financial Group. In today's episode, we're going to answer the question, will I have enough money at retirement? But first, a quick word from the good folks at Compliance. The opinions voiced in this program are for general information only and are not intended to provide specific advice or recommendations for any individual. To determine which investments may be appropriate for you, consult with your attorney, accountant, financial or tax advisor prior to investing. Securities offered through LPL Financial, member FINRA, SIPC. Investment advice offered through Global Retirement Partners LLC, a registered investment advisor. Global Retirement Partners, LPL Financial and Washington Financial Group are separate non-affiliated entities. And now, on to the show. I'm joined today by Charlotte Kanka, Director of Client Services at Washington Financial Group. Charlotte, how's it going? Good, how are you? I'm great. Are you uh, awake on this Monday morning? Yes, after Mother's Day weekend. Can't go wrong there. Wonderful. I hope that you and your uh, many sons uh, all did something very enjoyable. (laughs) Yes, we did. Thank you. I hope they got you flowers at least. No, no. Oh, okay. Okay. Sorry about that. Yeah, me too. Yeah, rough subject. Anyways, <laughs> I'm also joined by Rick Hope, one of our talented retirement plan specialists at Washington Financial Group. Uh, happy Mother's Day to you also, Rick. Well, uh, good to be here. Good morning, Elena. <laughs> good morning, Charlotte. Good morning, Rick. Yeah, no, we had a fun time yesterday. Good. I'm so glad. Uh, so today we are going to be discussing whether I will have or an individual will have enough money at retirement. So specifically how do we really know what do these account values mean how much we should be contributing and sort of ways that people can evaluate whether they're on track at different intervals of their of their life cycle of actually contributing to their retirement plan so what are some ways that you are able to determine whether or not somebody is on track rick you know that's kind of the sixty-four thousand dollar question we uh, do a lot of employee meetings, as you know, and the question that we get asked, or, or the sister question to that is, how much do I need to save for retirement, uh, is, is a great question. We've got a good answer for that. There was a, a major firm that did a study that's determined you need to put away 15% of your income. Now, that includes the employer contribution, mm-hmm. but if you put the 15% away, so for example, if the employer contribution is 5 you put away 10%. You're going to get to that goal that you need to be at retirement time. Well, and I also think that part of the thing to to really hone in on when you're trying to decide whether you have enough for retirement is you have to kind of know what your your debts are going to be. Um, you know, I think a lot of people say, okay, so right now I'm paying student loans and I'm paying a mortgage and you know I have health care and and all these other things. And I think that when it comes time for retirement maybe you're not going to have student loans. So maybe you're not going to need that 75 to 80% that everybody says you should have. You might only need really 40% because maybe you're going to get 10% from Social Security. And maybe your all of your huge debts that you have are going to be gone. So I think that you have to take into consideration that aspect as well as what you're saving, you know, what you're going to get, get from your savings. Yeah. I, no, I think you're right on that. Each person's situation is different. The, the thing that we communicate a lot to the to the employees is uh, pay yourself first. And so what does that mean? We get many bills through our life, you know, lots of demands on our hard-earned income, uh, but make your retirement plan one of the bills you pay first. Your employer makes that easy, takes it out of your pay, so so there you go. Well, and I also, you know, as a mother of four young men, um, mm-hmm. I also 
kind of, you have to teach them that, you know, I know that you're only 28 years old, but really retirement is a lot closer than you think. And, you know, you're not going to miss $20 a paycheck now, but when you have to catch up when you're 50, you're going to miss $1,000 a paycheck. It's going to make a much bigger dent into it. So I, I think if you can put it into a number that is more understandable for the kids, you know, who you're talking to, or, or even the, the uh, older folks that you're talking to, you know, if you if you just think a little bit in the forefront, and I look at I know I have four children, so they all have totally different aspects of saving you know one of them as soon as they get a dollar in their hand the dollars out the door one of them gets a dollar in their hand 90 cents goes into their savings account so it a lot of it is dependent on your own individual self but I think it's really important what Rick says is to pay yourself first I mean that goes back to the depression age and aged uh, mm-hmm. right, folks that right. they always had that you know my mom and my dad they made no money but they put like 18 cents a paycheck away to buy a U.S. savings bonds when right. they went so mm-hmm. uh, you just have to have a little bit of forethought so yeah absolutely and something that i noticed that rick was saying that i think is interesting is you were talking about that magic number being that 15 percent with your employer contribution right so is that for somebody's whole life they want to be doing 15 percent? what about for those people who maybe are starting a little bit later and need to um, sort of start front loading those contributions maybe they didn't start contributing until they were in their 30s yeah yeah good question uh, so it is an average. I mean, it does average out to 15% for your entire working career. Mm-hmm. But like everybody, you know, you're going to need to start at a at whatever point you can start at uh, and then average out to that 15% over your entire career. Mm-hmm. It, you know, the other saying we have here is uh, you got to be willing to make a small sacrifice today to prepare yourself for that longest period of unemployment, which is... Oh, retirement. There you go. Right. <laughs> such a depressing way to think of retirement. <laughs> it's but unemployment. I always tell people, I always tell people, well, when you envision retirement, so when I think of retirement, I envision myself laying on a beach somewhere warm, and I'm being served fruit kebabs by cabana boys, <laughs> and I'm sipping my iced teas or whatever. And so that's like retirement. It just magically happens. Right. Like just yeah. Somebody gives me a check, and I, and I can do that. Right. But when you talk about it in terms of unemployment... It becomes this real thing that you actually have to right. plan for. What right? happens Monday through Friday? Because <laughs> that's only weekends is the kebabs on the beach. <laughs> right, exactly. Yeah. So, so that's, a, that's always really important to think about as well. Uh, and then something, Charlotte, I noticed that you mentioned earlier is that, that again, the other magic number of you want to replace your income to the tune of about like 75 to 80% in retirement. Right. And the reason that we shoot for 75 to 80% is generally, depending on who you ask, we kind of think of Social Security is taking care of that other percentage to get you to 100% replacement income in retirement. So talking about replacing your monthly paycheck, right? Right. Um, but then the thing that you mentioned also is how many, how much debt you have. So if you down pay your mortgage, for example, and you're able to pay that off, um, you might not need as much money in your retirement. You might not need to replace it by 75 to 80%. You might be able to do a little bit less. Right. So these things are also sort of factored into this equation. So what are some good resources to be able to gauge whether or not you're on track or exactly how much you're going to be able to need? Well, I think there's so many tools that are available to you through your retirement plans. I think that if you go into your uh, whoever your 401k provider is, there's always some sort of tool that can give you a retirement score or a, you know, a green, yellow or red light to let you know, you know, if you're on track for 
replacing that retirement paycheck. And and what we're seeing now is that it's becoming a monthly um, figure that they're giving you so that you know if you're currently bringing home $5,000 a month, but maybe you've only saved so far to replace 3500 So So can you live on $5,000 a month uh, 20 or 30 years down the line? So I think that if you have that that color coding or however that's that's number score uh, you'll you'll have that as a as a huge resource for you to know if you're on track yeah absolutely that's one of the things that i use when i sit down with people if you ever want to check to make sure you're on track and you want to customize those options going onto your record keeper website and checking out those calculators um, they're so customizable now so you can really play around with those and sort of do it yourself and figure out right. how much you're going to need and that playing around is huge you know can i if i up my my contribution by one percent can can i make a huge difference in my my retirement so perfect If you have a question that you'd like us to address in a future episode, feel free to shoot us an email at info at washfinancial.com. Thanks for listening to Washington Financial Group's Your Money Questions Answered podcast. Connect with us at washfinancial.com. If you enjoy our show, we'd love for you to subscribe on iTunes or wherever you access your podcasts. Until next time. Goodbye. Bye-bye. Bye.